Honestly, I thought your honesty meant something to you in the end. All of your words were hard air, but I told myself I had not found love once again. You tell me it's all in my head. Tell me I imagined all of this. That there's no one else, so don't worry, but we're always wiser in the end. it's because I'm getting older, older, not old, but people keep increasingly asking me how I put up with it, working nights, taking care of my kids during the day, doing all the chores, all the work that I do, on basically little to no sleep. As I'm recording this, I'm at the end of a 36 hours period with, well, practically no sleep at all. I took two little power naps to help me through it, but otherwise, no actual rest or sleep. Not that I work extremely hard physically, but it comes at a price, starting with your brain functions. It's it's a little bit like getting drunk, but without the nice little buzz that lets you enjoy and lets you know that you're drunk. Pretty much losing charge of your own brain and your own body without realizing it, which leads to sometimes doing really stupid things. 
I'm not making excuses. I'm not trying to attract sympathy. I'm just preempting to let you know how I got to do the really stupid thing that I did. Let's backtrack a little bit. I used to have on this show a segment called The Podcast Posse, where my two friends, Kat Ward and Scott Mayer, would come over from their own podcast and bring a song to discuss the weekly topic. We would fight about it, I would bitch and moan and complain, and eventually I would play their songs and it would be a lot of fun. Uh, so much fun indeed that uh, I asked them if they would agree to do a whole podcast out of it and not just a segment. They agreed, we prepared everything, and we lined up a first guest for our first show, which was the Sisters from the Book of Lies podcast, Sonny and Brandy, whom I absolutely love. I'm not plugging them because I did something dumb, I'm plugging them because I do love them sincerely, and their show is absolutely amazing, I love it. It's no holds barred, they don't hold back at all, they are badass, and they take down liars and scammers like nobody's business. You will love it. And they're so close, both of them. There's a chemistry that I'm jealous of. I was never close like that to my brother and sister. I'm jealous of you guys. Anyway, they came on the show. And uh, it was supposed to be a tight 15 minutes to do a short episode. But we ended up talking for an hour. We had a grand old time. And then we went our separate ways. And I started editing, only to realize that someone, and I'm not naming names, it's not nice putting blame on someone, pointing fingers. So I don't do that. I'm not naming names. I'm just saying someone who is recording, producing, scripting the whole shebang forgot to activate his microphone in the software that he uses to record. I'm blaming my cat because he keeps playing on my desktop and probably hit a button and just piss me off. Point is, they were hearing me, but not the software that's supposed to record me. So it's kind of a strange conversation where they speak to no one out of nowhere about random things. Tried to record myself over it, but it felt like one of those 70s Hong Kong Kung Fu movies. It's fun to watch, but you have nothing to watch. Just listen to it, and it's weird. So um, I pretty much don't have any choice but to scrap the whole thing. We actually had three conversations during that recording. I did one with Scott Mayer about himself and one with Cat Ward about herself. Everything's lost, and I don't want him to redo it all because I think it's weird to go through the motions of what you already did. I want this to feel from the hip. It is somewhat scripted and structured, but it's still impromptu, and I want to keep that feeling on the podcast. So... um. Sonny and Brandy, I, I am truly, truly sorry, and I will invite you, beg you to come on this show and after midnight, talk about songs that you like. Five songs with Sonny and Brandy. That's the title. Please come on the show. Please, so I can pick it up, because I really do love you guys, and I want to be able to, to do something fun, put something out there on the internet that I did with you two, with Sonny and Brandy. Sorry. <clears throat> um... That being said, welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from uh, Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker, which explains a lot. I've been for the last 16 years because during the day I take care of my two teenagers who are both severely autistic. It leaves me very little time to do anything that will help me keep my Saturday. In order to do so, I use a simple tool, a podcast. This one. Every two weeks I play five songs related to one specific topic. This week... In honor of Sonny and Brandy, whom I love, it's Lies, Cheats, and Betrayals. We started with Alice Merton, Lie to Me. Uh, powerful voice. I really, really like her voice. I could listen to that voice without music, just her voice all day long. For someone so young 
It's such a penetrating voice. It was from her uh, debut EP, just five songs that she released in uh, 2017. It was called No Roots. And then two years later, she came out with a full-blown album. And the range of the album is really surprising. It's not just songs like this one. You have different kinds of beats, different kinds of tones to her songs. She is really fantastic. She's a talent to look out for, folks. So, Alice Merton, please look her up. For now, let's go with the first two songs of the rest of the show. Here we go!
just want you to know, between us from now on, it's going to be 100% honesty and open, clear communication. Frank Policki was frozen to death today. No idea what you're talking about. And from Hagerstown, Maryland, they call themselves KXKIX, though when they started their journey in 1977, they were known first as the Shoes, S-H-O-O-Z-E, then the Generators, and then the Baltimore Cocks. Yeah, I guess Cakes was probably a better choice. This was from their official debut album in 1981. It's, um, it's called Heartache, and it is a heartache for me to put in this episode because I wanted to use it for a driving songs episode. 
Because to me, this is a driving song. This is a song that when it comes on the radio and you're on the highway, gives you a bit of a groove. Makes you want to put the foot down a little bit, tighten your grip on the wheel, put your head on the headrest, and just go for it. That's the feeling it excites at me. But that driving episode is nowhere near ready for broadcast. Unfortunately, I don't have enough material for it yet. And I wanted to do something a little bit different for it. I wanted to have other podcasters come on the show, do a podcast posse kind of thing, but for the whole five songs. So get four people with me and we each do a song and discuss it and debate it and a death match basically to decide which is the best. And I'm not going to fight to death over this one. I love it, but it's not the number one driving song in my head. So I'm going to use it in this episode and you're going to like it. Before that, Gavin DeGraw from New York City. Again, while I was driving, I discovered that song. I was listening to a classic rock station that mostly plays 80s and 70s classic rock songs. And this one came on. So in my head, automatically, it was a 70s, 80s song. Honestly, it was just, that's what I thought. I, I was thinking of Steve Earle, Bob Seger, one of those guitar guys of that era. So I came home and I, I acquired the song without really looking up the artist. I just put it on my hard drive and that's it. And always thought it was 70s songs. And it's when I decided to do this episode that I thought, okay, maybe look into the guy to see who he is. And I realized he's younger than me. This was from his fourth album in 2011. The album is called Sweeter, and so is the song. I understand that it's one of his biggest hits. I, I'm sorry I look so noob. I, I really didn't take the time to listen to, to any more of his stuff. I should. If if this was the, the 80s or 90s, let's say 90s, I would have stacks and stacks and stacks of CDs that I still haven't listened to that I should. Fortunately, this is the 2010s, so well, 2020s now, so I, I have a hard drive instead that is really packed full of stuff that I haven't watched or listened to yet, and I will. I honestly will, but if you are a fan of Gavin DeGrabin, please write to me and tell me what I should know about him, what I should listen to first, how I should enjoy him, what Shirley Temple mix I should use when I listen to it, all the shebang. <laughs> Speaking of coming on a show to talk, the hamster would like to have a word. Some say that his fur is laced with the tears of internet trolls, and that during his lifetime he ingested so much microplastic that his poop is now recyclable. All I know is that he's bitchy. We interrupt this program to bring you... With Bitchy the Hamster. Ladies, we need to talk. You women have got to stop faking it. I'm not talking about orgasms. If you want to pretend that your lady garden is quivering uncontrollably from the half-assed sideways fuck that you're in the middle of suffering through, more power to you. It has no impact on me. That's between you and the man you're lying to. And whoever he fucks wrong after you get tired of him. Because if you fake it, you're basically telling him that everything he just did wrong was actually right. Guess what he's gonna do next time? Yep, he's gonna fuck it up again and you have no one to blame but yourself. No, what I'm talking about is far more sinister. Stop laughing at shit men say and do that isn't funny. The issue with faking a laugh is the same issue with faking an orgasm. You aren't really satisfied and you're reinforcing bad behavior. But this one has the added bonus of annoying the fuck out of me. I love to hear women laugh. 90% of the shit I say is to try to make my hamster wife laugh. But when a guy keeps piling it on for a woman who could not have been more obviously faking her laugh if she had actually stated, I'm going to fake laugh now, it makes me want to bite his fucking Adam's apple off. And you'll probably squash me. If you women would stop laughing at shit that isn't funny, guys would either try harder and actually be funny, or they'd shut the fuck up. Either way, you could save a life.
Wyatt, man, I know it's going to be tough choosing between me and Nikki, but I just wanted you to know that Nikki makes fun of the way you dance. I do not. Well, at least I don't all over Serena when Wyatt's not looking. Lies, man! All lies! You say I love you, boy But I know you lie I trust you all the same
the tremendous and powerful song that a lot should be said about, and I won't. It's uh, it's a song. It's one of those songs that I prefer to experience rather than discuss because it resonates with me on many, many deep and different levels, and I will talk about it no more. Except to say thank you to Scott Mayer from The Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American, my good friend. He's the one who introduced me to the band, Biffy Clyro. They're a Scottish band. I've been knocked down, to be perfectly honest, listening to their stuff. It, it is something else. It is really something to discover. Sadly, I'm not the best person to talk about them. I'm still discovering them. Please... Honestly, reach out to Scott. He uh, loves them tremendously, and he really knows about them. He knows his stuff, and listening to him talk about it makes you want to enjoy it even more. You can reach and find Scott at uh, our little homepage. Yes, plug for our stuff here. Podcastbossy.wordpress.com. Look for the tab that says Englishman's Guide. That is Scott's hub. will lead you to his contacts and his homepage. And uh, again, please ask him, and if only to listen to Scott... <laughs> He really is fun to listen to. He's an Englishman who wants to live in New York, and he wants your advice on how to do it. So please, give him a listen. Before that, uh, Lindsay Buckingham, I might catch a little bit of flack for playing him on the show because he uh, was one of the subjects of the Me Too rise because of the way he's treated Stevie Nicks for all those years, even though they're no longer a couple. He still treated her like crap, let's be honest about it. But on the other hand, I doubt very much that Stevie Nicks needs me to protect her. I mean, the woman had this guy go on stage and sing along and play guitar to songs that she wrote about him treating her like crap. That woman's badass and she gets my respect. She does not need me to protect her. And to be honest, we're not talking about Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or Gary Glitter. He's not a pedophile. He's not a rapist, murderer. He's a guy who was a jerk to the woman he was with because he was insecure and jealous of her talent and her success. This was from his second album, his second solo album in 1984. It was called Go Insane. He released only two singles for that album. Uh, one was called Go Insane. The other one, I can't remember. I do remember that he put out uh, two music videos also for them and that it was all crap. It was all terrible. It was really bad especially the makeup and the hair back then. And this one, though, this song, I always really like. It reminded me of earlier days. Well, earlier days. It reminded me of Fleetwood Mac between Rumors and Tusk. That sort of music. And you can almost hear Chris McVie and Stevie Nicks in the background. I'm pretty sure it's not them, but the structure of the song and the backing vocals, the arrangement, it, it sounds like a song from Tusk. So I always liked it, and it's one of my driving songs. It's one of the songs that, when it comes on the radio and I'm behind a wheel, puts you in a groove to enjoy your driving a little bit more. It's called I Must Go, second album in 1984. Thank you so much for being back with me, those who returned, and welcome to After Midnight, those who were listening for the first time. I want to say a special thank you to a good friend, Marie Christine, who took care of my son for so long. Thank you so much for the work that you did. And uh, well, for everything that you brought into our lives, and I will miss the F out of you. Hopefully, we can stay in touch through this little podcast, and I appreciate that you listen to it, because I've been told that you listen to it. <laughs> Thank you so much, dear. I'm leaving you with one last song, kind of a gift for everyone who showed up to listen to the show. This band is called The Lost Fingers. It had the biggest reaction I ever had to a song played on my show. I played them last year. 
the cover of Susan Vega's Tom's Diner, and everybody wrote to me tweets, Facebook, emails. Everybody said, this is awesome. It's better than the original. Yes, it was. Uh, this time, I don't know if it's better than the original, but I really like it. I like both versions, to be perfectly honest, but I really like this one, too. Um, they're called the Lost Fingers. They're from My Neck of the Woods. They are a gypsy jazz trio. Basically, they do covers in a Django Reinhardt way of popular songs from any era, 70s, 80s, 90s, and even recent songs that just came out. They're going to cover them. Thank you again for being with me. Please come back next show. For this one, though, I'm leaving you with Lost Fingers, and I'm letting you enjoy the discovery of what song they're doing this time. Now I know I've got to run away I've got to get away You don't really want to do anymore for me To make things right You need someone to hold you tight And you'll think love is a prey But I'm sorry I don't parade that way Once I run to you Now I run from you This ain't the love you've given I gave you all boy could give you Take my tears and that's not nearly all Ain't allowed, ain't allowed. But don't touch me, please. I cannot stand the way you tease. I love you, they hurt me so. And now I've got to pack my things and go. Ain't allowed, ain't allowed, 
train to love, the train to love. The train to love, train to love, train to love. Anthony, kiss Mama goodbye. Anthony, will you kiss your mother goodbye?